What I learned about Corbello is that, like, he lives up to the hype. Like, everything they say about him is true. Like, he comes to practice, he works hard. We're the first ones up in the morning. You know, as freshmen, we got, I feel like we got to set, set ourselves apart and we have to help each, help each other out doing that. Adam's game? Yeah. Um, I've learned a lot from him. I think um, he's a great shooter. Um, he's a hardworking kid. Um, he can, you know, great. I, I, I'll say he's one of the, the, he works extremely hard. He's probably one of the best at it in our team. Um, and I, I think he's such a great shooter that my ability to drive and, and play with the screens um, and look for, for my shooters and, and, and my bigs, um, I think me and him are going to um, play a big role on the team this year, even though we're freshmen. Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Warner, Illini Enquirer publisher here with you. Illinois basketball has had a good string of freshman success stories during the Brad Underwood era. Trent Frazier was an all-Big Ten freshman team selection in 2018. Io DeSumo earned the same honors in 2019. And Kofi Coburn was named Big Ten Freshman of the Year last year. Illinois could have two of the best freshmen in the conference yet again this season. Freshman guards Adam Miller and Andre Curbelo are two of five top 45 freshmen in the Big Ten this year. And here is the list of other teams with two top 50 prospects from the class of 2020 on their rosters this season. Kentucky, Duke, Tennessee, and Illinois. Pretty good company. The Illini have a potential diaper dandy duo. On a preseason top 10 team that includes DeSumo, Frazier, and Coburn, what will their roles be this season? How do the freshmen fit? And what could be their impact on the long term of Illinois basketball? Derek Piper of Illini Inquirer joins us next to talk about that on the Illini Inquirer podcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Welcome back into the Illini Enquirer podcast. Well, Derek Piper, we've got to talk today. This is Thursday, November 5th, as we're recording this, with the Illini's two freshman guards on scholarship. I don't want to forget Edgar Padilla in that. Uh, Adam Miller and Andre Curbelo today. Obviously, a lot of excitement about these top 50 guards. Uh, each of them talked roughly for a half hour today on Zoom with us. And I think it's safe to say, Derek, that you and all the recruiting reporters, high school reporters, you successfully prepared them for their media responsibilities because they sounded like seasoned seniors today and not disillusioned seniors. Like sometimes you can have a guy 
guy who starts off really talkative and then by his senior year, he's sick of talking and maybe they're losing and they don't like us. Uh, no, these guys were excited, but also very insightful and, and just great. Um, great talking with them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how much credit I can take for that. I think both of those guys have been um, very savvy. It's just part of their personalities. Um, very well-spoken, uh, very smart guys, More probably more mature than their age would tell you. Um, but yeah, they're, they're in their element there. I'm sure DB, we've, we've, we always wait to hear from freshmen. Uh, I still think back and laugh to myself that first time we got to talk to Georgie and, (laughs) and seeing DB sweat that one out. I don't think he was worried about Curbelo and Miller, but, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you're close to the season when the freshmen are able to talk to the media because, uh, we don't get them until the fall for sure. Yeah, and here we are 20 days away from tip-off. And, uh, Derek, I know you've talked about the importance of the freshmen on this season, even though, you know, obviously they're a top-10 preseason team because of guys we've talked about. I would assume with Kofi Coburn, Trent Frazier, even throw Georgie and DeMonte into that mix. But before we dive into what they bring to Illinois this year, what were Miller, Miller and Curbelo as prep prospects, and what made their games so desirable to so many high major programs? Yeah, we can start with Adam, start in state. The, the Illinois Mr. Basketball has always just been a really, really gifted scorer. Now, I would say that early on in Peoria, he was actually known more for his just his passing, his vision. That was always something that was really uh, well advanced. He was always great in transition. Uh, and then goes up to Morgan Park, has to play off the ball with Io, and uh, just develops himself into a lights out shooter. And he has incredible range. Uh, he, he can put the ball on the floor. I love his pull up game. His his pull up mid range jumper is is really really lethal uh, because he is someone that you got to worry about getting to the rim. And uh, if you haven't paid attention, he's explosive. Like he's got more rise off the floor than an Io. Io's quicker and, and, and does some different things, but uh, Miller can get up there and, and throw it down. And uh, obviously you see now with his body, uh, that was something that uh, he, he was more physically further along than some guys. Um, you compare that to maybe a, a DJ Stewart in state, a little bit thinner than, than, than Adam. But yeah, with Adam, particularly down the stretch of his high school career, it was all about this guy can just flat out get buckets. Uh, I think defensively he has good upside because he brings again some some good size, six foot three, good length, good athleticism. Uh, I think it's just about buy-in at that end of the floor and and really honing in and focusing and understanding that uh, you know each possession you need to give as much at that end as as you do on offense, and that that comes with a lot of freshmen. I mean, you hear Trent Frazier now a senior joke about it. I didn't even know how to play defense, what defense was before I showed up in college. So I think that's something that you look forward to with Adam going forward. Uh, Curbelo, who really is a great compliment to what Adam brings, and that's something that really made a lot of fans excited, is he's just a dynamic playmaker. He, he's someone that, in terms of his passing, his feel for the game, uh, his vision, he, he's so far advanced based on what you see from a lot of guys his, his age and um, maybe the best passer I've seen. And, and, you know, since I've covered recruiting for, what is it now, seven years or whatever it may be, but um, someone that can break down a defense, he, he does some things. You, you talk to some coaches, he does some things that uh, certain point guards don't learn until they're veterans in college or maybe even in the NBA, just the way he manipulates the defense, uh, the way he 
you know, understand. And you heard him talking today, just uh, how he dives into, I, I was talking to Adam about how he, you know, does he like the ball on the right side or the left side when he's catching? During the summer, I kind of, you know, I, I'm a point guard, so I want to get to know him. So I will always ask him, hey, like, what do you like to do? What do you think are your strengths, your weaknesses? Um, do you like to receive the pass in, in, certain, in certain areas of, of your of your body or to your left side, to your right side? And I just kind of um, like to get to know him. And um, so I pretty much know what he can do. He knows what I can do. And and same same thing for everybody else on the team. And those are just certain things that go through his head that uh, a lot of people that aren't really thinking about it. So uh, in addition to that, he can score it. I mean, in, in high school, he put up more than 20 a game, hit some big late game shots. Three point, his three point shot is something that's going to have to be refined and more proven, but uh, his floater's great. He does finish. He's a very crafty finisher around the rim. He can't hit the mid range jump shot. Um, so he obviously brings a lot to the table as well. One thing you do wonder about is, or he did at the end of his high school career was just his body and, and going to a very physical league in the Big Ten. Now he addressed that today. So he's had 21 pounds since he's been on campus. So that's that's a great sign. Um, so both were recruited as, as high impact, come in and make, you know, do some, some big things right off the bat. Um, that they were recruiting as if, obviously, Iowa wasn't going to be back and Andre Salus is in that mix. Now that they're joining Iowa, they'll have a chance still to have a lot of opportunity and um, be a, a very crucial part of a team that has high aspirations and, and for them to really get to their ceiling. I think that both those guys uh, need to step up and, and be that. Right. Now, neither is expected or needs to be the star of this team. When you have Iowa DeSumbu, Kofi Coburn, uh, that certainly is the case. And of course, Illinois has good role players with Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, and Georgie Bashanishvili, but they need more depth, um, even to go along with Jacob Grandison, and we'll see if Austin Hutcherson is healthy. So let's break down their potential roles of these two freshmen. Let's start with Adam Miller. Uh, could have been the number one scoring option of this team if Iowa DeSumo uh, didn't come back. Now, maybe it would have been Trent Frazier. Maybe it would have been Kofi. Um, but Iowa is here, and Adam Miller understands that changes his role, and he seems to embrace how much that could actually help him, Derek. Oh, man, I think it's just going to help me. You know, being a number one option team set it up for you, and, you know, this is my first year. But I feel like playing with them, like I'm, I'm getting a bonus because I'm, I'm playing with them. So I see the reads they're making. So it just makes it easier for me. You know, I'm going to find my niche and wherever I'm at, whoever's the main option, whoever's the second option, I'm going to have my niche. You know, just playing defense, finding my role is the main thing for me. Thanks, Adam. Adam, I hope you're doing well. Uh, talk about your relationship with DeMonte and how it helps having Monte on, on the team now with you. Oh, thanks. What's going on, Jim? Nice to see you. And, uh, you know, DeMonte, that's my big brother. We was on the same, we were on the same team today. You know, I don't, I don't think we lost today. We, we, we work hard and we, we feed off each other. We know how each other work and we go push each other. Like, I don't really got to say too much about him because, like, that's my brother. You know, the bond brothers have is I got your back and you got mine. He's going to teach me what to do and he's going to tell me, like, little secrets that nobody knows. He's going to teach me that. So, like, it's good to have him out here helping me out. And I've long thought Adam Miller could benefit more with Io here because Io can create for Adam Miller, uh, get him less attention from a defense. So what is Adam Miller's role as a freshman on Illinois? I think that he's going to play a big role right now. Uh, obviously, we'll see. We'll find out here in about three weeks. I, 
right now I expect him to start. I think he's going to be in the starting lineup with Trent and Io and Demonte and, and Kofi. And I think he can do a lot of things that, that Alan Griffin was, were doing for this team. Obviously, Big Ten season late in the year and that you had hopes that he'd come back and do just as far as uh, that level of a shot maker. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to rebound at the same level, but um, someone that will defend on the on the perimeter as well. And, uh, you know, Iowa's always been a guy that is going to make the right play in the pick and roll, whether that be get to his spot in the at the elbow and pull up jumper, you know, dish it down to Kofi for a lob if that's there. And he's looking for shooters in the corner or on the perimeter, wherever the defense is going to cheat. Uh, Io has shown that, that he's going to make that pass. And uh, you, you know that Adam is someone that, number one, he's going to be looking for. Number two, Adam is very, very capable, uh, especially if you're going to leave him open, of, of absolutely you know, lighting some teams up. Uh, so I, I think that just as that, that complimentary piece in the offense, someone that you know can get out in transition and, and be – uh, a big weapon. And I, I think at times, even if, you know, if Adam ends up with the ball on a rebound, I mean, he can push the floor. He can, he can make the right pass and uh, do some great things and, and provide a spark offensively uh, to your point. Yeah. He's, he's not in that IO role in terms of what IO was as a freshman. And I think that will actually benefit him. It'll help Adam who, uh, if there were some questions about Adam in, in high school or, or just some, some things that he had to deal with was uh, efficiency or just, you know, maybe force an issue at times because he was the guy. And uh, I don't think he has to worry about that. I do think, like you said, he's in a very, very good place as far as his approach, uh, the way he's bought into to what he's going to be and what he's going to do. And uh, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me a little bit, and maybe this isn't the perfect comparison, but, you know, when this Nick Stauskas shows up in Michigan and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. That is there and Trey Burke is there, you know, that team – Maybe Stowski doesn't put up the same amount of points as he does as a sophomore, but uh, I think he put up like double digits and shot 44 from three, and that team went to the national title game. So if, I could see Adam having that kind of a complimentary role. I, I think he's going to play. Um, he's going to be a really big piece. I think it's a positive, Derek, when we're both going to Michigan for comps because I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with Jordan Poole. Um, you know, his freshman yeah. year, he didn't have to play a big role because that was with Mo Wagner, Charles Matthews, Abdur Rahman, Duncan Robinson, now NBA star, uh, and Xavier Simpson on that team. So he only played like 13 minutes a game. Adam Miller's going to have to play more than that, but Jordan Poole averaged six points in 12 minutes a game. And then we saw him take a big leap as a sophomore, which I, I think we all will with Adam Miller and kind of be one of the stars of that team and then possibly have a chance uh, to, to go pro. So, um, yeah, it would, it would seem that uh, Adam Miller uh, has – we're talking about two guys in very successful programs who starts his career off as kind of that shooter who could take over a game if you need him to, uh, but in a secondary role, that could, be, that could be really lethal and really help Illinois get to where they want to go. Yeah, and I agree with that one, Jordan Poole as well. And I think that, you know, Austin Husterson's injury, which I don't even know – I don't – I don't even know if right now if he's – I would doubt that he's ready for the start of the season. Um, last that we had heard a couple of weeks ago, he hadn't practiced. He, he wasn't on the court all summer or, or throughout this fall. So, again, that, that puts some added pressure or just more opportunity in Adam Miller's hands early on. And, and it, again, we always come back to the fact that Io did have some struggles as, as early on as a freshman, and some of these other guys do experience that. But I just think the fact that – 
a lot of the pressure is on Io, who's who's built for, it, or who's ready for it, who's who's been there. Kofi, uh, you're not gonna. Adam doesn't have to experience that as much, um, but in terms of the opportunities he's gonna get, uh, he's very well suited to come in and uh, make a big impact. And yeah, some of those guys that that we talked about, especially. Michigan, your boy Beeline, they did a lot of winning up there. And I think Illinois is prepared to do that now um, with Adam part of this mix. Yeah, and we'll get to this a little bit later, but that's kind of what you want your freshman to go through is kind of have a secondary role early, but then you can kind of take over. And um, we saw that a lot with those Michigan guys. Okay, Andre Curbelo, I, I think his role changes a lot with Frazier and Desumu, uh back as lead guards. He also understands uh, that that is the dynamic. Just kind of get everyone involved. I think that's that's what's going to be my role, um, you know, when it comes to playing time. Um, you know, get on that court and, and, and start producing right away. Get people involved. Get people um, touches. Kofi, um, Mario, Trent um, in the three-point line. And then, obviously, every now and then, whenever I, I can shoot and, and take a shot for myself, I will do so. The concern, Derek, would be he's small, though he's gained 21 pounds, as you said, and he's not known as a, as a great shooter. So what is his role and how does he fit into this year's team? Yeah, I, I think there is more more question marks, more maybe of a learning curve for Andre than compared to Adam. I think Adam's fit will be a lot easier, a lot more natural uh, than Curbelo, who, who, you know, let's be honest, the, the last – couple of years of high school just what he does is, is make players with the ball in his hands and you look back at Illinois offense when it was at its best in Big Ten play how it was operating down the stretch it's eye of making decisions in the ball screen and um, you, you know obviously you're going to run that back and and do a lot of the same thing so fans have wondered throughout the offseason how much can you play Curbelo with Io I'm pretty sure I don't I don't think I'll have the ball in my hands the entire time whenever I'm in because we're so talented that um, Io can bring it up, Trent can bring it up, um, and I think we're so diverse that you know we have so many people that can do different things. So whenever they're doing that, I could run a wing, and and then I could be more of a shooter um, in in ways. And then you even if I wasn't on the floor, uh, Curbelo and Frazier just being smaller guards, and and how does that affect you defensively? Now I do think that. Curbelo just knowing, again, his feel for the game, uh, the way that he just has a knack for making those around him better, I, I think that I think he'll be able to fit in and do what needs to be done. I, you know, you put him out there with with Io, and either one can, can push the ball in transition, set each other up. Uh, and I think another thing with Curbelo, of course, he's going to have to knock down the three, and that's something that to keep defenses, defenses honest – is when I was going to kick that out, he's got to be able to knock that down in a decent clip. But also, an open an open look from the three point arc when the defense rotates on on Io or Kofi, it doesn't mean that Curbelo necessarily has to take that shot. I think he could be your secondary penetrator. You get it out to Curbelo, and there's a there's a lane for him to drive. He can drive that. Uh, he can hit the floater. He can drive that, force another rotation, hit it back to Miller, who who now is open on the other side of the floor. I think you can do a lot of that. So. Uh, I, I put a lot of trust in what Curbelo is able to do. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I think I, I see him coming off the bench uh, and, you know, being someone that's going to make plays. I'm interested to see how he guards and defends here in, in the Big Ten just because of his slight stature and just knowing the, the transition that he's going to have to make. But 
uh, it's going to be interesting, but he's a high-level player. He, he's a very, very, very unselfish player, very cerebral. Um, I, I think that he'll do well. It just might take a little bit more time or um, a feeling out process as he kind of finds out what he needs to do. Derek, let me read you a stat line, okay? This is from four years ago of a freshman guard in the Big Ten. 35 games, five starts, uh, shot 38% from three. Now, I don't know if Curbelo would do that. 6.7 points. 5.2 assists in 20.7 minutes per game. Played for a team that was a top five, or not a top five team. They actually struggled there, uh, but a team that is usually in the top 10 and towards the top of the Big Ten. Um, that's Cassius Winston's line as a freshman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that sound like? Does that sound like too much for, for Andre Cabell? I would imagine the assists and the three pointers sound a little bit too high there, but. For the role, I think it'll be a similar role. I'm not saying Andre Cabello is going to be Cassius Winston as a junior or senior, but they have, I think, some similar roles that they could play both as a freshman and long-term. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. I think it's a good point. It's something that people probably forget is, you know, Cassius was coming off the bench uh, as a freshman, and, uh, you, you know, for all the success and that we saw as an upperclassman, um, it, it – it was part of going into a very successful situation, a program uh, that had some guys already, and he had to, to come off the bench and, and, and earn that. I, I agree with you that Curbelo isn't going to shoot, shoot 38% from three as a freshman. I wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't expect him as an upperclassman to shoot in the mid-40s like Cassius did from three. Uh, but the assist numbers, he's very, very capable of. Again, I, I think that Maybe just based on usage, just how many times he's going to have the ball in his hands, and knowing that you know Io is going to come back and probably once again play 35 minutes a game, uh, his assist percentage probably is going to be down. But uh, you put the ball in his hands, and I think that he's going to have that opportunity to to dish it out pretty 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 easily if Illinois is able to make some of the shots in the perimeter. Uh, and but you know, play Curbelo in a ball screen with with Kofi and have Ayo ready to, to set up from, you know, wherever it is outside mid range, be ready for a drive. He's going to find ways to, to lead scoring opportunities. So I, I think that, yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement, agreement with the Cassius kind of four year, what he's going to become. I, I definitely think that's what is in store for Curbelo. I could see him doing some similar things as a freshman. What do you think that both those guys could struggle with? Because every freshman goes through struggles. This team hasn't been able to be together uh, as much as a team due to COVID. Uh, and boy, they're going to get tested right away, Derek, with Duke definitely on the schedule, Baylor likely in the schedule, both within the first couple of weeks of the season. So um, what, what would be concerns for those guys uh, that they could struggle with early on? I think with Andre, and we've talked about this some already, is just adjusting to if he is playing off the ball, if he is doing something that he hasn't done a whole lot of recently, if that's and if he's not going to be able to maybe hit as many of the threes as you'd like, that might be something that he struggles a little bit with. I think defensively, again, he's he's a freshman who's he's now up to 180, and and that's that's good for him. Uh, now I. One thing that I should bring up is, is as much as I talk about his savvy offensively, he does have that on defense in terms of knowing where to be in the right spots and, and he knows how to you know pick your pocket. And I think he can do some of that. 
Uh, I just think that, you know, whether it be a Marcus Carr or, or maybe some other veteran guards in the league who might try to, you know, bully him up a little bit or, or you know, run some some screen action at him and, and can he get through on the big guy or they try to chip him a little bit because he's, he's smaller. Uh, I could be, I could see that being something that, you know, he has to learn how to handle, learn how to deal with. Again, you know, Trent Frazier isn't super, <laughs> super yoked or anything. So he, he had to, has to figure it out out there. Um, with, with Adam, I would say just kind of taking shots in the flow of the offense, taking the right shots uh, and, and just understanding again, his role and, and what he's supposed to be because he's, he's been the go-to guy, you know, coming up uh, ever since he last played with Io. But uh, like we said earlier on, I do think he's in a good place. We'll have to see it pan out and see it work out. Uh, and, you know, Io would tell you, Trent will tell you, it took a while. It took a little while for them two to learn how to play off each other, saying, you know, throw Feliz in the mix there too. And uh, it, it took some time. It took some game reps. It took some struggles for them to really – feel out, you know, who's supposed to do what at what situation and, and who am I when the other guy's kind of attacking and, and it's his his opportunity. So uh, that's something that I think Adam's going to have to feel out and um, get some experience with. Uh, but other than that, I do think if, if he's bought into the role, which it sounds like he's going to be uh, catch and shoot and just be lights out and play defense and, um, you know, take your opportunities that are there, I think he'll do just fine. Well, as we've said, Derek, Illinois doesn't need these two to be stars this year, they don't think. Uh, but Miller and Corbello are the future faces of the program, likely starting as sophomores. Uh, they're roommates. They seem to like uh, be good fits on the court together as well, and both seem like edgy competitors. Uh, what, do this, what does this duo mean for Illinois basketball long-term? You said it there that they're the, they're the future. They're the future faces of the – of the program and, and in the backcourt and, and, you know, you, we talk a lot on, on these podcasts about 2021 and recruiting and finding that next big guy uh, for Kofi. It's to pair with these guys. It's to, to, you know, to take that next step or just to further this echelon that you've reached as a program. And uh, you mentioned it there, they have Dre and, and Adam have very, very good chemistry. Uh, they're both high level competitors. They've played great competition. Uh, you know, you hear some, some practice stories of those two being teamed up against Io and Trent, and, and those are fierce battles. It's been really hard. You know, I'm, I'm literally exhausted after every practice, just having to guard pros. You know, Io's a pro, Trent's going to be a pro. All those guys are pros. So, and that's what it's going to be like in, when we go out every night and, and face our opponents. I think we're pretty much, you know, having everyone, pretty much everybody's going to be back in, in, in our opponent's team. So, um, I think it's always good. It's a good test, you know, to go out you know, or, or Trent or, you know, or Adam or DeMonte, wherever it is. Um, I think it's a great challenge. Um, and I'm, you know, like I said, I'm going to continue to work as hard as I can um, to be as ready as possible um, for, for our first game. So, uh, but, you know, there have been days when when Curbelo and, and Adam, they win. They, they, they win the day that they get the best of some of those older guys. And uh, they're obviously going to be better for you know, playing against the, those two and obviously playing with them and, and experience the success that we expect Illinois to have here. Oh, it's been good, you know, just trying to find, like, my ways of scoring in the system, playing the defense, learning the defense, and now I feel like it's all coming together. Like, today was a big day for me. I felt really good today. I had a really good day yesterday. Just combining good days back to back to back is, is the biggest piece for me, you know, getting 
being in the system, learning it, and just being Adam Miller in the system is the best thing for me. Um, this 2020 class and, and getting these these this kind of a duo sets Illinois up to continue to to win and, and compete at the top of the Big Ten. And yeah, it's really exciting when you think about what these guys could be. Assuming that you know Adam at least sticks it or sticks it out two years, and Dre's probably going to play into at least his you know as an upperclassman or maybe even four years and. Uh, probably a guy that has a lot of wins under his belt when it's all said and done. Now, I don't want to overlook the other freshmen, so I'll, I'll give them their due. Uh, Three-star forward Coleman Hawkins, the staff really likes. We've talked about it here on the podcast. We'll see what impact he makes this year. And with Benjamin Bossman's Verdonk struggling with an injury, uh, maybe he does find some minutes. Uh, developmental big man Brandon Lieb, we know. Uh, maybe just a roll of the dice, see how he turns out in a couple of years. Then you have walk-ons Edgar Perdia and Connor Servin. Uh, but sometimes, Derek, we build up a recruiting class and it doesn't live up to the hype. You know, the early 2010s, there were a couple of those. But this class, because of this duo of Miller Curbelo, who, uh, as Robert Rosenthal asked in the po- in the uh, media available today, they're kind of always mentioned together, right? But because of those two, this class certainly seems worthy of the hype. And, and nothing that's happened in practice that we've heard from practice uh, seems to be saying, hey, tamp down that hype. No, absolutely not. And yeah, we, I mean, we, most times when you land that top 50 time, type of get, th- those guys are who you expected them to be. And uh, so far, so good as far as, yeah, obviously, uh, Curbelo and Miller and, and what they're able to add. And we'll see with Coleman Hawkins. I'm telling you that there's a lot of talk around him. And I, I would, I'd temper it a bit as far as what's going to be this year or just, you know, we talk a lot about him handling the physicality of the Big Ten, but they love his skill. They absolutely love his offensive skill set and what he's going to be able to do. So um, that's something that we're going to have to see play out in, in games, obviously. Um, yeah, Brandon Lee, probably a redshirt guy as far as I can tell. We haven't heard Brad say that, but uh, I don't see him helping you much this year. And boss man, uh, he's going to have to stay on the court. But, yeah, in terms of, you know, the, the floor of the class or, or just, yeah, making sure it's a hit, I'd feel pretty darn good about that because of the headliners and and a Curbelo and a Miller. Derek Piper, Alana Inquire, 20 days. We still don't have a schedule, but 20 days away from Illinois basketball tipping off against somebody. It's almost here. It's almost here. I pulled up the the new Ken Palm rankings. I'm sure Alana fans are, I know they're already complaining, 18, (laughs) uh, a little bit too low. And, And you click on Illinois to see the schedule. And I see Duke on there, at Duke, which is Great, super excited, but uh, let's let's fill that thing out here soon. It's it's getting a little too close to the start of the season, as far as we know. Well, and as you say, Derek, you load up top fifty talent after top fifty talent, and your program is going to be in the mix to play teams that also get top fifty talents like Duke, and they usually just get all the five stars anyway. So uh, that's a good sign for Illinois that they're landing two guys of the caliber we talked about today. Derek Piper, always appreciate the time and insight, my friend. Always fun, man. Talk to you later. Yeah, man, that's the perfect story. I'm at home, got my high school teammate in my city. I got like two cities in Illinois, Chicago, Peoria. Got my my brother here, Demonte. Man, it couldn't get any better. Like I'm, I couldn't get any better. All I gotta do is work hard, and I see anything I want. Like I believe, like you do hard, you work hard, you're gonna attract good things. So you know, I just tell everybody that every day. Like let's just keep going hard. Keep working. You know, don't take nothing for granted. Them top 10 polls don't mean nothing. We got to earn that. They don't mean anything. We got to earn that. So I feel like 
it's our initiative to go out there and earn that. You know, last year they they did really good. Let's pick off pick up off from that and let's go forward. Illinois basketball season is just around the corner today. CBS Sports Matt Norlander ranked the Illini number four in his preseason ranking. So the hype continues, and of course Adam Miller and Andre Curbelo are a part of that, along with Iodasumu, Kofi Coburn, Trent Frazier, Demonte Williams, Georgie Vishanishvili, Jacob Grandison, and the whole crew. Thanks for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. We will have great contents ahead leading you into Illinois basketball season as we always do we are just 20 days away and of course we'll have the latest with Illinois football check the pod from earlier this week for a preview of Minnesota along with Ryan Burns of Gopher Illustrated also earlier in the week with Mike Carpenter got into some of the bigger picture stuff uh, the macro as I like to say with Mike Carpenter about that and of course we will have our post-game reaction podcast as we do after every Illini football game as always thanks for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast subscribe to us rate us review us wherever you do so that helps us out everybody take care of each other we'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast <laughs>